0: With handle art to scar trolls and charge tolls to cross worlds your bandits are catacombs and giant doors. Protect the chest at stores and stores legendary items with the dragon bones and iron. It's ore. a grand theft of milk scrolls, Simons Questler, toe and earl, rock the shoes to every clue, Easter eggs and gaming news. The police need some bad dudes to crash a crew like bandicoot. all shit and game it glitch control the shoes.
1: game in English, Control Issues. Yes, yes, y'all. Yes, y'all. Yes, yes y'all. y'all. Well, this is Control Issues. I am the
0: AMC. And this is A-Dub. You can find us at control-issues.com. You can also go to your podcast provider, whoever that may be, look for Control Issues, download it, subscribe to it, rate it, review it, let us know. Twitter, my Control Issues is the handle... Get at us. And then also go on over to twitch.tv slash control issues pod where we put up gameplay videos for your viewing pleasure from time to time. We'll let you know. AMC, how you living?
1: Living good. Getting it's it's we're a little ways a little ways away from Christmas, but I'm already in that Christmas spirit. It's full-fledged now. We got the tree, we got the ornaments, we got, got the, the
0: Mariah st- C D on loop.
1: Oh, it's definitely playing. <laughs> we just we just run the whatever the what is it the amazon music christmas list holiday favorites ah, <laughs> so nice. that's always gone we got a little bit of the, the the john legend christmas album it's it's a legendary christmas <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a legendary album title
1: yeah and then uh yeah so we've just been all in with that uh how about yourself adub how you doing
0: oh man just getting colder by the day got the space heater out sitting there chilling, getting back into reading a little bit every day. And I still need to work up the nerve to doodle and draw and just practice technique and fundamentals. So building to that, uh, finished the first season of the Mandalorian. So that was pretty good. And when I say pretty good, I mean, that was outstanding. That show is everything I've ever wanted from the Star Wars property. And I really, it's even structured like a game. So I'm really hoping that we get a Mandalorian game at some point where you just star hopping from planet to planet, taking jobs, making friends, making enemies. <laughs>
1: exactly. People, people love that Bounty Hunters game. And if they just did a straight up Mandalorian game, now that that lore is established, they could do some awesome things. And they've already set it up where you could have like co-op or you could just have other Mandalorians. Like it's like a shared world. Yeah, and like you meet in your hub world, you go to the blacksmith, they upgrade your armor and get that better was it Besker Besker armor? <laughs> yep.
0: And that's what you're going out in the world, doing all the events and the and the story and all that stuff in order to try to get you're building up that currency, you're building your armor, you're getting all your different tools and weaponry. That's how you restock and reload. You go and talk to Carl Weathers,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Apollo Creed, (laughs) get get your quests.
0: (laughs) In the cantina. I mean, can you imagine that lighting and that atmosphere? just out in the desert, nothing but badasses in the whole place. You're one of the most badass of them all. Storied, legendary.
1: (laughs) And there's a whole aspect where you can then upgrade your ship, fly to other planets. Oh, that ship.
0: I love his ship so much. Yeah. You
1: know, you know what Mandalorian sells? The idea of an escort mission. Because people are always complaining about escort missions. Mm-hmm. But I guess when you got a when you got a baby baby Yoda with you who has the force, it's not quite an escort mission because he can handle his own business.
0: <laughs> exactly. Like have his have his little baby Yoda saves on a cooldown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you like get one permission when you're just in dire straits and you can bring the kid out.
1: Yeah, and he was, shuts
0: shuts down the
1: thing. I feel like we've been getting some good examples of like fathers, like between was it like we've seen how Goku's a father versus Vegeta, we've seen yeah. Kratos versus the Mandalorian dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've, we've seen these these strong dads oh. showing up, <laughs> <laughs> showing See, up out here.
0: We got Joel. got Nathan Drake. We got
1: tony stark and tom holland <laughs> <laughs> surrogate sons yeah
0: <laughs> that'll be the title of the game surrogate
1: sons because <laughs> <Surrogate sons, yeah. laughs> you,
0: cu- you customize your dad and then it, it like randomly generates a son
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, you about-
0: can choose yeah. to be like a blood son or a surrogate son yeah or maybe like the surrogate son is if your dad dies
1: uh, yeah, you. you and choose- then it has to
0: generate another day. <laughs> yeah, you choose
1: the backstory, very much like uh, Mass Effect, where you can choose your backstory. You choose mm-hmm. this the son's backstory.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, what were you saying? Yeah, I was gonna say. Speaking of a dub, what have you been playing?
0: Oh, man, surprisingly enough, I'm still going strong at season twenty two of Diablo. Handling business with this barbarian still have a lot of room for growth, like there's certain pieces of equipment I would just like a different version of. There are other ones where I need the ancient version. and you know it just still can squeeze power. I'm all the way on torment sixteen, just handling business, peak of the scale, you know, running torment sixteen, regular rifts like it's nothing. So I finally decided to do something that I've never done with the game, and that's to take the greater riffs above the Torment 16 level. So at this difficulty, greater Rift level 75 is the equivalent. So now I'm take I've taken it so far to greater Rift level 80, which should be the equivalent of Torment 17, or maybe it's a little bit higher, but I've already gone five greater Rift levels above where the maximum difficulty cuts off. So Feeling pretty good about myself going through, not dying, upgrading my gems, getting closer to the point when I can augment them and insert them into to ancient gear, get a, another stat boost, just drop 500 strength on the sword, drop 500 strength on the helmet, 500 vitality on my chest armor. <laughs> whatever I need in order to facilitate what gots to get done, I'm going to be able to tap into that. Yeah, man, just paying into my build more and more, trying to get any piece of gear that will either reduce the amount of damage or the number of sources of damage I take or to boost my primary attack, which is the Frenzy. So yeah, man, I'm enjoying the hell out of that. But AMC, what have you been playing?
1: So as mentioned last episode, I was, pre- I was at the end of Doom Eternal. I was at the final boss, but I hadn't beat it wasn't quite there as we started last week's episode well i now come to say that night i went on to beat said boss and have conquered doom eternal handled that business yeah it took about i think like 13 hours so relatively short game but perfect for what i needed after playing some fairly long games um Everything that I needed to be, and it was awesome. Put that down. And you know, there's option. I think DLC came out like the ancients. There's also multiplayer, which it tried to funnel me towards, but I was like, nah, I'm moving on to a new game. And so now a dub, I am off of that PS4 and I am back to the Switch.
0: Oh, what'd he go with?
1: I went with that Fire Emblem Three Houses.
0: Damn. Yeah. Oh, Three Houses. Well, now the title makes sense.
1: Yeah. Um, so yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses came out. A couple of years ago, I actually got it for Christmas last year <laughs> and I just cracked it open. So it it's it hey, that for... life.
0: That's that backlog
1: life. Exactly. You know, it's like a, like a fine wine. I it need to age a little bit. <laughs> so um, yeah, cracked it open and jumped, jumped into there. Uh, and immediately, so the last, to set this all up, the last Fire Emblem I've played was on the Game Boy Advance. So it's, it's been a hot minute and um, they've, what they've done well is they've added this whole new aspect, which is the the school and kind of the premise of the game, at least so far, is that I'm an instructor at the school, slash a battle commander, slash son of uh, the former like genius commander guy, and so is your character
0: uh, named AMC Sensei.
1: No, actually I went with the, um, whatever name it just randomly generated. So my name is (laughs) Byleth. So they they call me (laughs) Byleth. Um, yes. Uh, you, you get a character you get to choose from uh, a man or a woman and you don't get to really mess with their appearance. Uh, but yeah, chose my character hop into that world. And what's great about it is it feels like fire emblem where it needs to feel, which is in the combat. It's, um, everything you would expect from, uh, tactical turn-based strategy RPG. Um, but then what they've done really well is they've added in <clears throat> um, character affinities as far as um, characters having charisma with other characters and or chemistry. And so because of that, um, they'll get, they'll get boosts and benefits based on that. And what's great is you can then, I guess, um, promote that chemistry in the, uh, the downtime in between action while you're in while you're at the school, you can go and talk to the different classmates and do there, you can build up their stats and, um, you know, get them to like you a little bit more so that they have more motivation for combat. So there's a lot more going on here than just the previous fire emblems, at least the uh, final, the fire emblem that I played last where it was just going from battle to battle with a little bit of story in between each, each encounter. This one has a whole, a whole world built around it. Um, and which is cool. Cause in, it adds in a whole level of um, like lore in that there's a monastery where you can go and literally just read books for days and learn all about that world that you're in, the history, and the, um, the history behind each of the families. Because you have to choose one of three characters who are basically the heir apparent to their families, which is the three main factions that run the entire uh, region. Uh so yeah, it's uh the combat is uh is great. What I love about it there is that it's it does everything right that you need in a turn-based strategy game, or just yeah. Like like what I loved about Persona is the presentation was done so well that you kind of forget that you're playing a turn based RPG where it's like I choose attack. Oh, I got magic, and now he does attack, and you're just trading turns. Um they they um every time you go into attack it goes into kind of like a shortcut scene where the guy goes into to get his attack off and you'll never know like based on where you're at if your defense is up your evasion is right um they kind of have a little battle because he'll go he'll swing the other character depending on the percentage might dodge the attack jump back and then throw a counter and so it adds like this little element of um i guess presentation and um I guess visual aesthetics to the fight that um, gives it more life, I'll say, than you would expect in the the typical turn based strategy game. And yeah, it's uh it's awesome. I can't wait to get more into it because I'm still very much in the tutorial phase, just learning about the world and you know it's a JRPG because I've already learned how to fish in the game. <laughs> and that currently <laughs> is, a, is is an important part of the game. <laughs> uh, have you
0: have you paid into it any?
1: Yeah. I did a, I did a quest actually. And that was basically how it introduced me into fishing is I talked to a character. He said, I need a certain fish in order to I guess make a dish or or talk to the ladies. I'm not sure. Oh, you got to cook too. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, Oh, and there's also, um, you can, you can garden so you can collect seeds and then plant those seeds. And as days pass, your seeds will then grow. And based on how you, the certain seeds that you use and a number of seeds and I guess the um, the amount you pay to have it um, cultivated uh, will then produce rare plants <laughs> that you can then use for, I guess, medicines. I'm not really sure at this point. I haven't seen the fruits of my labor. It's all very early on, but I did go fishing and I caught, um, I caught a regular fish and apparently you can get certain lures to then get you rare fish, which then I guess have their own benefits that I'll, I'll learn about later in the game. So there's, there's a whole thing going on with this game that I love that they decided to do outside of just the combat that you know and love from Fire Emblem. So I have more to tell next week as I put in some more hours, but Fire Emblem already off to an excellent start. Loving it. I need to get into that. Nintendo,
0: bring that price down. <laughs>
1: well, A-Dub, let's get into the topics of the week. Top topics of the week. You, you gonna to lead, lead off? off? Yeah, you can lead off i <laughs> I'll
0: lead off. I'll lead off with a, with a single. As soon as my page decides to load, there it is. Uh, yeah, just gonna dive right into it. We got uh, some Hollywood news. We got some video game related news. We got some Metal Gear news. Some Dune news. <laughs> I <was> messing <laughs> with you, but yeah. In speaking of Metal Gear and Dune, they now have one thing in common, which will be Oscar Isaac amc how does this make you feel
1: uh great actor loved him in um it was a deus ex uh he was good in star wars uh just seems to be like a great actor with a lot of range and so i feel like he'll pull pull on that on his just his overall talent just to pull off snake solid snake so i mean it's a great start as far as um actors that you can pull it's not just some pretty face that you're just going to roll out there for people to just um kind of just stare at on the screen and not really care much about the role that they're taking in so i feel like he'll he'll handle it pretty well i can't wait to see the uh other announcements because you know there's some other great characters coming oh
0: yeah i mean we we're still rooting for sam elliott (laughs) as for Paul (laughs) ross yeah
1: i hope he's ricocheting bullets off of walls (laughs)
0: pinpoint accuracy
1: yeah
0: Yeah, man this is this is a pretty good cast i think he has a good face for it it'll be interesting to see once makeup and movie magic takes effect so i'm looking forward to seeing that first set photo that big ass bandana (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. waiting for it man what's you think damn now my mind's racing like what kind of sneak suit are they gonna do maybe they could do oh man I don't know. I'm thinking way too hard, and we don't have time for it. We can move on to the next
1: topic of the week. Top topic of the week. What you got? Yes, sir. Well, we have, let's just stick with this, uh, Games to Life. We got an announcement. So after a postponement, we now have an official launch date for Super Nintendo World. Yes. So this coming... uh by way of Universal Studios Japan, they have officially announced that Super Nintendo World will be opening on my birthday, February fourth. <laughs> we have to.
0: We and, uh, have to take a trip.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Might have to get a vaccine in order to go to go to to you know to enjoy these rides that they've um, they've already started to announce some of the attractions that will be coming along with um, you know Super Nintendo World. One of them being. You know they had to do it. Mario Kart. This being Mario Uh, Kart, Koopa's Challenge. Yes, Uh, an actual Mario Kart ride. Yeah. Uh, Race your way to victory. Iconic Mario Kart courses have been brought to life with cutting-edge technology. Uh, Challenge enemies with shells. Aim for the finish line with Mario and Peach, the world's first interactive Mario Kart theme park ride will leave you with a rush of adrenaline. So this is just right in line with what you would want from a Nintendo, I guess, gaming world like where it's not just you on on a on a on a what's it called on a ride. You're actually interacting with the ride. So it's very much a games to life situation. So you're not just con- like playing Mario Kart with a controller. You're actually living Mario Kart. Yes. <laughs> You're Uh, participating in the sport of Mario Kart. Yeah. I mean, that the the options, the possibilities, I haven't really checked out to see if they've given examples or at least shown a a sampling of what that ride would look like. But just based on that description alone, um, this already seems like they're off to a good start. Oh,
0: man. I wonder if power sliding is going to be a a factor.
1: I know, yeah. Drifting, that'd be the shit. They have Yoshi's Adventure... Go on a journey with Yoshi. Hang on to Yoshi as you search for Captain Toad on a treasure hunt. Uh-oh, they're bringing in oh, that Toad treasure tracker. It's a coin! Use the captain's map to find three mysterious eggs. Get a spectacular view of the Mushroom Kingdom from Mount Beanpole while having fun on this ride That per- that's perfect for the whole family. So you, it looks like you ride around in a Yoshi. <laughs> I don't really know what you do <laughs> beyond that. but Oh, man. You get to uh, ride on Yoshi's back finally, eh, Ada. <laughs> Damn.
0: Damn. Um, it's going to be a bunch of adults looking silly in that park.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's going to be it's going to be nuts. I I would do
0: everything. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, we were talking about it, like the fact that it's a Super Nintendo world. I mean, everything that they've announced so far is all Mario elated, but we know how like Disney does or at least yeah, how Disneyland does, how they now have a Star Wars land. Um got that Marvel world. Exactly. Marvel. Um what 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 other franchises would you like to see show up in the Super Nintendo world? Because there are just so many games that came out on the Super NES.
0: I mean Legend of Zelda, of course. Oh yeah, you gotta do it.
1: I mean, if yeah. anything, they
0: they could just smash it out. and just all the characters that are in smash. <laughs> yeah. That could be like one of the performances, just a match of smash.
1: Yeah, just a huge, like they could do a, a Splatoon area where it's not, it's like not paintball. So you won't like hurt each other, but you're spraying each other with like this paint that comes right off.
0: <laughs> or it could be, it could be AR style laser tag where you see the pellets coming out the gun and you see the paint on the people, but you're not really shooting anything at point.
1: Yeah, because I mean, Splatoon, it's really just about covering the map. It's not about actually fighting each other. So they could do some type of simulated simulated competitive style game where you're just shooting up the wall space around you and trying to cover as much of it as you can. <laughs> Uh, I mean, you got to do some type of uh, Star Fox ride. You already got the uh, Mario Kart ride. There's, there's got to be some type of ship-based um, event where you're riding around. You got, you got Floppy with you or Frog, whatever his name is. Yeah, <laughs> S- I
0: think it's Slippy.
1: Slippy, you got Gray Fox on your toe Gray Wolf.
0: <laughs> got, an- got worry about Andros. <laughs> yeah, Balconia, a-, the- a big old, po- a big polygonal face. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it would have to be the uh, Super NES <laughs> version of Star Fox. <laughs>
0: oh, Mercy. That would be dope. Like a sort of like a flight simulator, like one of the high grade ones that raises up and does all the pitch and the yaw. Yeah.
1: <laughs> this one does a barrel roll. <laughs> oh, man. You could pull that off. <laughs> I mean, it they would be one have- hell of a
0: device, though.
1: Yeah, I mean, they had that thing where what was it? Or it was almost like the um, like the Michelangelo drawing, but like you like get in it and it like twirls around, <laughs> like somebody's spinning you on the side. I forgot what it was called. Hmm. But um, they could do something like that, like kind of like a gyroscope where you're like in the middle of it. Um, but, yeah, th- those are the two that come to mind. Star Fox, you know, they got to do, they got to do Zelda. There's plenty more that I'm sure that they, they definitely could do.
0: have to do Zelda. I mean, get Donkey Kong running around. Yes, the Donkey Kong world,
1: <laughs> man. A Donkey
0: Kong obstacle course,
1: yes. And man, like they would have to, and the way that they could do it too, because they could have like even with Mario, where it's like there's trampolines or some type of like jump assist thing where you're going from platform to platform, like almost like a wipeout <laughs> t- style of thing where you have a harness. <laughs>
0: Yeah. You act you get to navigate like Mario. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Jump on Goombas.
0: Oh my God, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be insane. It'd be a lot of inflatable stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Lots of inflatables. You get to eat mushrooms and trip balls.
1: Yeah, trip balls. <laughs> Chase after the princess. Oh I hope like and I hope when you walk into the world, you're greeted by a toad. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. It'd be, yeah.
0: it'd be work for little people Yeah exactly
1: It'd have to be respectful work, But it'd be work nonetheless
0: Damn you could uh, They help you find treasure Yeah <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yeah
0: but uh, I, th- I think a Donkey Kong obstacle course could work Man you can build it Just like the level in the game And like you climb ladders There's like inflatable barrels Or something or foam barrels that are rolling down and you, you trip and you fall yeah <laughs>
1: get a hammer soft. yeah
0: <laughs> you get a hammer and you can like knock them off the thing
1: yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah there's, there's definitely some awesome ideas that they could uh, come up with and the fact that they don't want to put just i guess courses or attractions where you're just um a bystander as, as the ride moves along like they want you to interact with it mm-hmm. um i like that idea like it opens up the possibilities as far as what games and what aspects of video games that they could work into some of the rides um so yeah i mean it would
0: be awesome if they somehow like had real money strewn about the <laughs> the entire park and as you're going you're collecting
1: coins Oh, yeah. Or you can like turn in the coins for for that cash.
0: (laughs) And they they, like shoot a cannon in the air and it just (laughs) drops coins.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. Or they could have like a high jump thing where you you try to jump to the flagpole. (laughs) As high as you get, you get those points.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That could be instead of the game, like, you know, the game at the amusement park where they, they take the mallet and they hit the plunger and it shoots the bell up. Yeah. Instead, you're the bell, and you yeah.
1: jump up. <laughs> <laughs> or you're the you're the thingy
0: that hits the bell.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Be awesome. Just
0: reimagine all carnival games Mario style. Yeah, that restaurant is gonna be dope.
1: Oh yeah. I mean, there's gotta be like some toad based I mean, mushroom based food. Just like
0: a like a chicken tikka masala. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. I'm pumped, dude. That's a that's a big reason to go back to Japan. Hopefully we get a Super Nintendo world in Universal Studios Hollywood. It's nice to not have to fly for three quarters of a day.
1: Definitely. (laughs) But hey dub, let's get into the next topic of the week.
0: Topic of the
1: week what you got uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh. <Yeah>. Uh.
0: <laughs> so Naughty Dog has recently announced that Neil Druckmann has been named to co-president of the Uncharted and Last of the Studio
1: uh.
0: This information coming by way of Matt T.M. Kim on IGN. Yeah, so Naughty Dog, the video game developer behind The Last of Us and Uncharted, has announced that Neil Druckmann will be promoted to co-president of the company. Allison Mori and Christian Girling will also serve as vice presidents of Naughty Dog.
1: Uh, where's bruce, where's bruce? <laughs>
0: where is bruce he just bounced it I, I think he's like trying to start a indie studio or something like yeah.
1: that oh uh, yeah with uh, with amy hennett <laughs> <laughs> you, you have no
0: mercy so so yeah as you guys know neil Druckmann. The Last of Us most notably, Uh, I think think his involvement with the company goes back to as far as Uncharted 3, maybe even Uncharted 2. I don't necessarily remember. Shit, maybe even Uncharted 1. (laughs) (laughs) You can Google that yourself. But yeah, man. How do you feel about the same scene? What do you think about this move on Naughty Dog's part in the wake of The Last of Us 2?
1: I mean, it makes sense in that uh, No, I haven't played The Last of Us 2. So keep that in mind. I've only played The Last of Us one, So as far as I know, he's only done great things. <laughs> uh, and um, But yeah, I mean, he made The Last of Us. Um, or at least he was like one of the heads behind The Last of Us. Last of Us 2, obviously, both games, commercial successes. Last of Us, enough of a su- success that um, that they're getting I think it was announced um, last week or the week before that um, HBO will be getting a last of Us series. Yeah. So, they ordered a season. Yeah. Take like eight episodes or something. So that's official. So, yeah, I mean, you think about it, it's uncharted. Never really, like they have a movie, but it's been in development forever. <laughs> so who knows what's going on there, but this is actually happening as far as the last of us TV show. And um Regardless, he works at the studio that has led to its products being now like bidded on and then placed into the world to be consumed in other ways. So it's it's bigger than just a video game now at this point. And when you start doing things like that you got to start looking at these guys as something more important than just another developer or just another, another writer. Um, And so because of that, you got to promote that talent. And so it makes total sense that this dude would now become president. How about you, Ada? What are are your thoughts on this?
0: I mean, I think when you work hard, when you dedicate yourself to your life's passions, Mm -hmm. you get rewarded along the way. And this is very commensurate with, the amount of work and just achievement that the studio has gotten under the leadership the increasing leadership of neil and bruce but now it's just neil so yeah man it's it's awesome i'm looking forward to seeing what else will come from them i'm hoping that if they have a new ip in the works that that's you know ready to be shown pretty soon i don't think a lot of people are going to be happy about this news uh... Inquiring people are upset about the news. We got a few of them here for you. This is Troll of the Week. Troll of the Week. week. (laughs) (laughs) So they're coming sideways, and Neil Druckmann doing better things with his life, moving (laughs) on up the corporate ladder, (laughs) just forever expanding the scope and reach of the properties under Naughty Dog's ownership. What the hell is wrong with y'all? But we'll figure it out along the way. First troll says, well, I'll never be buying another Naughty Dog game again, especially after that shit show, The Last of Us 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've been buying Naughty Dog games all the way up to this point. But as soon as he gets a promotion, <laughs> and then you're out. I've never heard of people bailing on a business because of the internal hierarchy shifting
1: yeah
0: <laughs> i mean i'm sure it has happened but I, it, this, it's seldom that i've seen that kind of complaint like oh he's in charge now P. <laughs>
1: and like what, what, what did you expect like did you did you think that they were just suddenly going to shift directions and they were done with last of us uncharted from here on out like they're just gonna Go back to Jack and Daxter.
0: <laughs> Do you think Neil hit the peak of, <laughs> of of his like his progression path, his growth yeah. path at the company? <laughs> like, all right, you're a director, and that's all you'll ever be. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps going along this path. He's going to own that company in about 10 or 15 years. Uh-huh. Next, show says, I moved to Series X, so feel free to make the games as woke as he will. Last of Us 2 killed my desire to carry on with the Sony ecosystem.
1: So, you gave up on all Sony properties because of The Last of Us?
0: (laughs) Not just Sony properties, the ecosystem. Yeah. (laughs) He's given up on PSN. He's given up on PS Plus. He's given up on PlayStation. He's given up on on Sony brand headphones. He's given up on Sony televisions. He took his vintage Walkman that he was going to give to his child to sell (laughs) and have a retirement fund or like a a school fund. He's going to smash it.
1: Hand it in his PSP.
0: (laughs) 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 He's erected like a biodome. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Next troll says, awful news, just awful. Guess I won't be buying any more Naughty Dog games.
1: (laughs) So once again... (laughs) You've given up on, not. you were okay with him being in his previous role, but once he got promoted, then that was the final straw. <laughs> yeah.
0: So you are already on the fence because of the games that he was directing, <laughs> but he gets a promotion. It's like, oh, now that's where I draw the line. Yeah. Next roll. LOL on dumbass fans thinking this is a promotion. Anyone who understands C-suite politics knows that this is actually a slap in the face to Neil on his poor The Last of Us 2 creative direction. This means he'll be removed from day-to-day creative work and merely being a figurehead. (laughs) Merely being a figurehead. Now, to, to build on this tweet, excuse me, to build on this troll of the week, Neil Druckmann going now okay. by Dr. Uckman, <laughs> released a tweet congratulating, you know, the the personnel that moved up and became the two new vice presidents, you know, in the wake of his ascension. Uh, he also noted that while he is being promoted to co-president, he'll still be involved with writing and directing future games. <laughs> so good luck with that sweet C-suite talk. Uh, Next Troll says, I tried to play The Last of Us but got bored. This is my Naughty Dog experience, Xbox wins. (laughs) I played one game, I didn't like it too much, I changed systems.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I have
0: only played one game on all the
1: systems.
0: (laughs) Next Troll says, someone is shaking their fist in the sky right now yelling, damn you Neil Kutman.
1: There, there you go. That one that one was on its way. <laughs>
0: I had always thought about that, but I never vocalized it because I don't like to put negativity out to the universe. <laughs> but somebody got to. Next roll says, must be nice, failing upwards.
1: <laughs> failing by yeah. having one of the most successful franchises.
0: <laughs> For his last game being one of the fastest selling Sony first party IPs. <laughs> Or, excuse me, first party games that I But not only that, and then later beaten by Ghost of Tsushima. Well, Ghost of Tsushima was fastest selling new idea. Yeah. But The Last of Us 2 was still the fastest selling exclusive with like 4 million in a day or three days or something like that. Jesus. It's unbelievable. Doing that, got an HBO series, selling art books, selling fine art prints from, from like Cook and Becker. <laughs> <laughs> I actually received my Ghost of Tsushima fine art print. and I need to get that framed. I'm very excited to show that one off. Might just leave it at the office. Yeah, man. This dude is not failing upwards. He is just rising like a rocket engine. He's doing all of this. He's generating discussion. He's generating sales. He's generating traffic. He's generating multiple streams of revenue. He's got it together. Y'all need to work on yourselves. Next troll says, That's not necessarily good news. Druckmann is stuffed too far of his own keister. I honestly hope he allows the Uncharted folks to make their own game without trying to guide them in a bad direction. Bad direction. Bad direction. Bad direction.
1: direction.
0: <laughs> bad direction. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if Neil had bad direction, he wouldn't be getting promoted. He wouldn't have been in charge of all these games. He wouldn't be getting all these accolades. His games are among the most awarded in the gaming industry. Naughty Dog is synonymous with quality. Naughty Dog is synonymous with the Sony ecosystem. uh, Synonymous with Sony first-party experiences. Synonymous with the cinematic gaming experience. (laughs) I mean, Jesus, people are still excited for The Last of Us 2 just for the multiplayer and wondering when that's going to come along. So... Get out of here with all that noise. Next troll says, the people said, fire Neil Druckmann. Naughty Dog promotes him. <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of that talk going around when when The Last of Us 2, when the leaks happened, when eventually people got to play the game, and still to this day, they should fire him. He destroyed that franchise. He destroyed the, he destroyed the story, the lore. <laughs> nah, man. Y'all got it twisted. There are, going to be, there are going to be fans. There's also going to be critics. But if one vastly outweighs the other, if the register still tells them they're a success, they're still popular, they're still doing it. If the awards need a new display case, every time they put out another game, you're doing something right. Next, troll says, get woke, get millions of dollars in a job there you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah.
1: That diversity there. training finally paying off.
0: <laughs> yeah. People always got to tell you, kid, woke go bro <laughs> Hasn't even happened once. <laughs> Auto woke game selling. Next troll says, oh, that's a shame. I guess we can't expect anything decent from them for a while. <laughs> So I don't I don't understand. Are you saying nothing's been decent up to this point or that everything was decent until now? How are things gonna get worse? With Neil at the helm. (laughs) Tell me, tell me why. Next Charles says, Oh well, naughty dog will go downhill from then, I guess. There will be some who still lick their arse anyway, though.
1: Plenty of people looking at <laughs>
0: <laughs> Keeping those lights on. <laughs> yeah, get used to it, Val. Play something else. Next troll says, Well, I certainly can't wait to see how far Naughty Dog will fall. More of a curiosity. Next troll says, From what I hear... What is going on? There we go. Sorry, went to one of my corners. And my whole screen shut down. Next troll says... From what I hear, this will keep him away from closely working on games. And to reflect on the Neil Druckmann tweet, <laughs> he says, oh, and I'll still be directing and writing while helping to mentor the next wave of directors. So mm-hmm. not only does he still have his hands in the pot, not only is he still one of the cooks in the kitchen, but he's also teaching the other cooks how to chef it up while they put their hands in the pot with his. It's very how you say Demi Moore, Patrick Swayze-ish, very ghost-ish, how they're doing it.
1: He's, and he's gonna pay off. He's molding the future. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he's gonna have alkalines. With his <laughs> bare hands.
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I wanna see a Sistine Chapel painting of Neil Druckmann in the Naughty Dog offices <laughs> mm-hmm. one day.
1: Mm-hmm had the time of my life. <laughs> I just playing all the time.
0: <laughs> Next troll says, we could all just imagine what kind of mentoring he'll be doing. Besides hiring like-minded radical feminists like himself, he'll make sure they awake their wokeness even more. Yeah, Those radical know. feminists.
1: <laughs> Taking over the video gaming industry. <laughs> and
0: making the best games. Money can <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Jesus. Next show says, they should rename the company as it's not Naughty Dog anymore. SJW Games Limited or something like that, and I'll be sure to steer clear of their games from now on. <laughs> from now on.
1: Yeah. I w- and steering
0: I if- right into their games all the time.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if... Um, spoiler alerts. Um, so you can shut off the next five minutes, but I wonder if... Uh, in the uh, next Uncharted game, when they do Drake's Daughter, they're going to get the actress from Captain, Captain Marvel to play her. Brie Larson? As, as, as her likeness.
0: <laughs> adult likeness. <laughs> they make the Tom Holland Uncharted movie, and then they immediately jump to the, the Drake's Daughter movie. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: <laughs> And it's an adult Drake's Daughter, and it's Brie Larson.
1: Yeah, it's Brie Larson. <laughs> Brie and, like,
0: and like Chloe is old, but still in shape. Yeah. <laughs> they deans like a, a war general, and they just kill men.
1: Yeah, <laughs> they only kill.
0: Them. <laughs> they rescue all the women from from the enemy side and bring them into their their band of ragtag, <laughs> <laughs> ragtag radical feminists. Yeah. <laughs> Mercy, I love it. And yeah, uh, as far as these trolls are concerned, it's, it, you know, y'all player hating from the sidelines as. <laughs> as little Kim likes to say. <laughs> or was it fifty? Or was it little
1: Kim? Nah, it's a little Kim. Why <laughs> yeah. you writing mine? <laughs> <laughs> i
0: good kind fella, of <laughs> But yeah, y'all playing hate from the sidelines. This man is in the thick of it. He is relishing in the praise while also enduring the criticism. As he just tries to make the best product that he can, bringing his creative vision to life, leading teams of people to help him with that passion. So they've been doing it for going on two decades now, like at least 15 years. They're seeing just rapidly increasing volumes of success. They're branching out into other mediums. They've created cultural phenomenons. Like y'all sitting here on a free message board talking that shit, (laughs) like you could do any better (laughs) or do any different. And it's, it's remarks like these that make, that make it easy to realize it's a good thing. It's hard to do that job. And it's a good thing that most people don't even endeavor to try to learn how to do that job because the products that would come from some of you would be abysmal. AMC, you got any words?
1: Uh, Yeah, no, I think uh, you said it all perfectly. Neil Druckmann, he's doing what he needs to do. He definitely, um, he walks that thin line of, being provocative while also still putting out quality products and that's what you want in a game developer somebody who's willing to push the boundaries while also not getting away from what makes games good and so he seems to be doing that well enough to the fact that um yeah he's getting promoted to the president of uh, Naughty Dog. so yeah more power to you keep doing your damn thing that's uh, new fuck the haters yeah. All right, let's move into the quick hits phase of the show, A-Dub. Quick
0: hits, uh, quick hits, quick hits, yeah, quick see. hits. I
1: got one quick hit. Call of Duty has brought in $3 billion in the past year. <laughs> um, and so no
0: one is surprised. <laughs> yeah, that,
1: that total includes contributions from Black Ops Cold War, Call of Duty Modern Warfare, Call of Duty Mobile, and Call of Duty Warzone, the free-to-play version of the game, which launched mm-hmm. in March. Uh, Net bookings for 2020 are up 80% year-to-date, with units sold uh, of the mainline Call of Duty games being over 40% year-on-year, up year-on-year. So, yeah, we're just seeing one... um, the diversification of call of duty going mobile putting out a free-to-play version while on top of that putting out a throwback version while also putting out a new version and you just see the money come pouring in and it's things like this you have to keep in mind i know it's things like this that pisses people off when they think about activision blizzard but it's also why you see them like looking at considering like a diablo mobile version of the game and things along those lines, because those things generate a lot of money and everything that we've talked about, we're seeing the price of games go up, the cro- the price of developing games also going up and they're figuring out ways to generate more income uh, with their franchises. And you see right here with just call of duty by putting out multiple versions, they bring in $3 billion in a year, just from this one franchise alone. And so, yeah, you can see, the influence, as much as y'all hate it, uh, on Blizzard, but it makes sense when you see the numbers because people show up and they pay and they shell out. So, the few purists that hate this, they got to deal with it. <laughs> what you got for quick hits, Dave? <laughs> you know? Quick hits, quick hits.
0: They did that a little sound, Uh little. Some we got to see a little preview of the Cyberpunk 2077 photo mode. It's finally revealed. And one thing that's causing a little stir with the whole situation is that within the photo mode, you can see your character. Now, a lot of people, a lot of people would consider that, you know, pretty cool, nothing to worry about. However, those of us who want the game to be in third person <laughs> are like, What the hell is going on here? You can clearly render the character in the game world so why not just pull that camera back let a player enjoy the entire spectacle so i can see my character in relation to the world around them but you know what we'll see because ultimately all that needs to happen is the game has to be good because that's what's most important Uh, there was a two-minute video it showed off numerous features of the photo mode and as you'd imagine Pretty fully featured <laughs> neon filters, punk stickers, uh, camera, a whole host of camera depth of field, pose, and effect options. Getting my info from IGN, letting you guys know, yeah. So that's pretty cool. It's going to ship with the photo mode. People getting into that action got the blades coming out of your arm. You can archive that, you can take a shot, frame it, make you make your sci fi backgrounds for your your windows tablets <laughs> whatever you want to do and you got any other quick hits
1: yes um actually i didn't write this one down but you just reminded me nintendo switch got a um got a, an update a system update and the biggest thing there is that you can now actually easily sh- share your videos and your pictures whereas in the past you kind of just had them on your device and there was a way but <laughs> You know, there was a whole, it was a a whole to do.
0: Um, It was was, a Nintendo
1: way. Yeah. (laughs) Like, oh, you can get this app and then you can, Uh, but now you can easily transfer. your your photos and your videos to your phone. Uh, you can also transfer via USB. So they've now um, added that aspect. They also created an app for Nintendo Online. So just makes it a little easier to access the Super NES games, the NES games, and all the good things that come along with the uh, online twenty dollar a year membership. Right? Damn! Only twenty? huh? yeah, twenty for the year. Pretty awesome. Uh, what you got, Ado? Any other quick hits? I think I have the same one that you
0: have. So if you want to take it. As a Sea of Thieves? <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Dead Cells. No, you got Dead Cells. What you got? Dead cell Cells sells over 3.5 million copies. <laughs> Damn. Yes. <laughs> so they, not too long ago, they achieved the 3 million milestone and now they're at the 3.5 million milestone, if that's even really a milestone or just a signpost on the way to another milestone. <laughs> Which is the 4 million. But we'll see. According to GameIndustry.biz, Rebecca Valentine, uh, the game previously reached a 3 million milestone by July of this year, meaning 500,000 copies of the two year old game have been sold in just the last five months. That's Pretty like, wild.
1: at least, like averaging 100,000 <laughs> purchases each month for this game that's been out for two years. So showing no no signs of slowdown in the momentum.
0: <laughs> yeah, just a steady seller throughout its life. And I'm wondering what's driving that popularity. Like, is it word of mouth? Maybe people are just now discovering that they can handle a little bit of roguelike roguelite elements, as long as they have some kind of progression. You know, Dead Cells, awesome game, had a whole host of free DLC upgrades throughout its life. And I believe one of the more recent DLC updates, it's only five bucks on PSN, but it's supposed to be a pretty pretty meaty bonus. So I tried to buy it, the app's not working right. I'm gonna try to buy it on my console a little later, maybe mess around with some Dead Cells, take a break from Diablo. I've been having a hankering for Dead Cells ever, seen, ever since seeing uh, Hades. And playing other games like I played For Gone, which was very similar to Dead Cells, but more serious, less nuanced and just, oh man, Dead Cells is something else. I highly recommend you pick up Dead Cells if you have not, because that's easily one of the best games that has come out this past generation. Very interested to play it on a PS5. Maybe it'll just have perfect performance. So I remember it probably be like a little bit of slowdown from time to time when you just smash the hell out of a whole bunch of enemies and just all this currency magic and <laughs> and health comes out of them. It's just all these little pebbles. It's hey, you played Dead Souls,
1: right? Uh, I don't know. I've I, it's actually been on sale multiple times, and every time I see it, I'm like, damn, like I should just pick it up. But you know, you the should one hundred percent just pick it up? Yeah yeah just to have it on there I mean the fact that and it's the beauty of backwards compatibility with the PS5 is I can just pick it up and know that I can just get to it like next year or a month from now just depending if I'm interested or not hell yeah
0: yeah that's all it for me
1: um, all right, this is the last one just because I love to do updates on Sea of Thieves. <laughs> mm. Sea of Thieves will be getting Arr. a battle pass, yeah. Our <laughs> matey, yar. Um, yeah, Sea of Thieves will be getting a battle pass starting January 2021. Uh, so this is a new thing as far as Sea of Thieves goes, as far as uh implementing new content. So this coming by way of GamesIndustry.biz. Each season will last approximately three months, and will begin with a new piece of content, a new experience, or way of playing. Alongside that, over three months, there will be regular and featured live events. There will also be a premium tier called the Plunder Pass, oh. <laughs> and it will give access to unique rewards and exclusives to those who buy it. So yeah, um, a game that at least at, at launch didn't get great reviews as far as i remember
0: didn't get but, great reception as far as anyone can remember
1: yeah but it there are all these stories just coming out, like people are playing it. And then it'd be like months later and it'd be like people are still playing it. And then it's a year later. And it's like people are more people are playing the game. And then the pandemic happened and it's like it's peaking now with the, the amount of concurrent <laughs> players.
0: I can <could> finally play
1: <laughs> Yeah. It's uh it's um and they've consistently been updating it. So uh it just shows like one of those things like No Man's Sky, where it's one of those games that's I guess panned at launch and then The developers just don't give up on it uh the studios don't give up the publisher doesn't give up and they just keep pumping money into it keep adding to it and the the community that's stuck with it is at least reaping the benefits of those that additional content and those updates and to the point where they see enough traction with this game that they're now gonna uh, regularly put out new content based around battle passes to to really um engage the community and uh motivate them to continue playing the game uh so yeah i don't know it's just one of those things especially when you hear stories about avengers launching and then like nobody wants to play the game anymore like until they get new content um it's nice to see a game that isn't quite the scale of avengers um still finding its footing and continuing success and kind of giving hope to those live service games that people like to say are are trash and Mm -hmm. everything that's wrong with the industry
0: (laughs) Oh man, I forgot about
1: this other story yes, sir, about what you, what you BioWare. Oh, is it the Casey Hudson or something like
0: that? Yeah, so BioWare heads leave the company. Yeah. Uh, both Casey Hudson and Mark Dara have decided to split before Mass Effect Legendary Edition and the new Dragon Age are released. So, a bit of sad news. Hopefully, those that remain can get these projects done and out to us. In the best shape. But I'll wear it, man. And of course that could have been troll the week easy. Oh, yay. <laughs> yay. Again. Let's actually see if I can find Trumble too. <laughs>
1: <You're> looking
0: <laughs> I'm looking at it right now. This <laughs> first comment. Such a shadow of what they once were. <laughs> Oh, okay. Let me get one more. Next month, we will hear news about the departing heads of bioware creating their own studio. Games are really gonna suck now. I hope Anthem gets fixed. <laughs> no, I feel like it was just another Iron Man <laughs> cash grab. <wrap. laughs>
1: games are gonna suck now. It's like the past couple of games that have been put out under their watch, by the way, have been have been quote unquote bad. So maybe this is actually a good thing. Like that they're got, that they're out.
0: <laughs> Bioware is nothing but a shell of its former self. <laughs> <laughs> This is the bonus troll of the week. Yeah,
1: bonus troll of the week.
0: <laughs> they say you can't beat a dead horse, but EA sure looks like it's going to give it the old college try. Oh. <laughs> <I see. laughs>
1: By the way, this is fresh off of people being super excited about that legendary edition of Mass Effect getting yeah. announced.
0: <laughs> yeah. Super pumped for that. Got basic, Basically an indirect confirmation that Dragon Age 4 is in the works.
1: Yeah, I, I saw those rumors that we got some Dragon Age news hopefully coming down the line. Mm-hmm. Incoming.
0: It's interesting. I might actually try it because Inquisition looked pretty nice. It's just I didn't like the animations and I'm still not hot on this whole in this whole like the rest of my party is interacting in real time with the enemy.
1: Yeah, I there guess. is like some weird shit going on. I, my, my former coworker worker is telling me where two of his uh, like, I guess, uh, his group, his his, his clan—I don't know—but um, his party didn't get along, and because of that, like it caused like a lot of issues with like story and like just playing the game. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so like they they—I guess it's like one of those situations where I was talking about with Fire Emblem, where like chemistry can go wrong. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, like I guess it's when you you never want it to be detrimental. You always want it to be beneficial. Like you put it into work, you you get the you reap the rewards, as opposed to you just put a pair of people together they don't like each other and so now your experience sucks
0: in real time yeah.
1: <laughs> like they're not supporting each other
0: yeah. <laughs> and they're not healing each other it's like ah, fuck it. ah
1: fuck it. yeah yeah just playing um but they, i mean they hit each other every now and then by all accounts it was i mean it wasn't a stellar year, but it was up for game of the year when it yeah. came out. So not necessarily a bad game. So we'll see where they can... Now that they got a new console, new hardware, yada yada to develop on.
0: Ooh, just bend the knee to Larry and, and do tactical turn-based
1: Dragon Age.
0: That's ah, all you gotta yes, do. Yes, yes. Yeah. And it would be one of the greatest games ever made.
1: Yeah. The OG. That was... Uh, the OG Dragon Age, was that that turn base or you could at least stop, you could stop the action if I remember correctly. Right.
0: I feel like you could pause it. Yeah. Overall, I just like, it was fun. I liked the presentation. I liked the story. It's just, I never really felt like I had a good handle on making the real time adjustments and setting up my characters. Right. So like I'd level up, I would get new equipment, then I go fight some enemies and they're like getting in my ass and it's, am I progressing at all? Am I figuring this game out? (laughs) Is anything changing in my identity?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Well, hey, Deb, you got any uh, final topics? Fresh out. All right. Well, do you have any final words before we get out of here? Uh,
0: Christmas time is upon us. You know, we spent all year thinking about ourselves being selfish. It's time to think about others, think about our loved ones, and think about doing what's necessary to keep them safe. You know, you're just gonna have to do remote Christmas. You're just gonna have to send you gifts, digital gift cards, do what you gotta do. But yeah, think about somebody else, you know, go out and get somebody you love, something that'll be very special to them or something that they need, whatever the case. You know, maybe just even kind gestures, bake a cake, bake some cookies.
1: Yeah, I was going to say uh, of any of the years, this is the year where if you had some struggles, you get a pass for not showing up with Christmas gifts and that people will have to understand. So yeah. don't feel don't feel obligated to rack up any debt to, you know, to, to keep things normal. <laughs>
0: yeah. And blame the government. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <It's terrible. laughs> it's, yeah it was, it was totally know. in their hands like they could have done something.
1: Yeah, we could have gotten that government stimulus or that Christmas stimulus, but yes, yeah. But nah, (laughs) nah.
0: Basically, they cancel Christmas this year. They straight up cancel Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Like, don't even go to your mother's house. You stay home. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, man. Well, well, this is control issues. I am see. Thank you.